Well, it's almost Thanksgiving. Once again, we're going to be doing a 24-hour... Uh, I was going to say something funny about planes, trains, and automobiles, but I totally screwed it up. Is Dutch Thanksgiving, I can't remember, is it Thanksgiving or Christmas? I think it's Christmas. I think it's Christmas, too. Okay. So, real quick, can I say something? You, you, well, you would, it, would it stop you if may we said I no? I mean, you may say whatever you want. You try to tackle me and stop You it. may say that you're a socialist. <laughs> McCarthy, get him. <laughs> so, McCarthy. Is McCarthy out there? I had, I had my... That star- is the name of the puppet, right? From, uh, it was M- McCarthy <laughs> and... Joseph uh, McCarthy, the puppet. <laughs> yes, the puppet of the right wing. Anyway. Easy on, now. Moving right along. I had my Star Wars hat on, and I had it on specifically so I could say that I finally got Disney Plus working. I know you guys, if, if you're following us out there, you were worried about that. And to say I'm really enjoying The Mandalorian. I'm and then my two-year-old that. took the hat off five minutes ago in his crib. And to get him to shut up, I let him have it. I got, I, I, and I, then I give him the hat. Oh! I just did gog in the belt. That's a belt in the gog. There you go. I'm awful <laughs> sleepy. Oh, uh, no, I, I just got it today. And, and I watched, the you know, the first thing I watched, of course, Gummy Bears. Uh, but after I watched the They're first here episode of Gummy Bears, in there because I, I got it and I was like, James, 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 they're everywhere. No, they're bouncing here and there and everywhere. Oh shit! They have high adventures. That they're are beyond, beyond compare. compare. They're they, the fucking gummy bears. I haven't watched it in years. I my I literally got it. And and somebody like, give me shit for not watching Gargoyle. More than one person has given me shit for not Gargoyles not being the first thing I watched. I didn't watch it when actually, it was on. That's actually a good example, and that's a good segue into our topic, because that has one of the more interesting villains. Yes. Because he doesn't start necessarily, you don't know. Spoiler, you don't necessarily know that he's a villain the way it starts. Who? I can't. I, what about what the, these people that want to watch it that have never seen it before after thirty years? And by the way, I didn't start with gargoyles. I'm started with Darkwing Duck. Come at me <laughs> when there's trouble. They call I it. That's actually last. I started with gummy bears. At first, I was like, "Oh my god, does it have Milo Murphy's Law?" And I watched ten minutes of the Christmas one. I'm like, "It does." I'm set. <laughs> is that a Darkwing? No, Milo Murphy's Law is Weird Al. It's by the people who did Phineas and Ferb. Is it on there? Yeah, and it crosses over with Phineas Ferb the entire second season. Uh, it involves time travel. Turns out Dr. Doofenshmirtz, spoiler, created time travel. And he so, w- I wish I hadn't brought it up. Yeah. Mandalorian's good if you like Star it Wars. It is. Actually, you know what? I actually love Burner Arzon's character. Oh, God, yeah. And but I, I haven't got to the third one yet, so don't really... It just, gets getting, it just keeps getting progressively better. Yeah. Someone let my kid out of their crib. And didn't shut the upstairs store, but... No, they sure didn't. I don't know who let them out of the crib. I can imagine only one person, because you can't get out without getting them out. Anyway. He sounds angry. Moving right along. I've got to stop saying that. Speaking it's of... Di- and we just keep coming back to Disney, so what is the topic of today's show? Disney villains. Disney villains, because we brought it up in the musical episode, and we said, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not do Disney? Why villains? not do Disney villains? I mean, I would do a Disney villain. <laughs> Yzma, it's Eartha Kitt. I don't care how old she is. Cruella de Vil, maybe. No. They're basically the same villain almost. Well, no, no. Yzma's pretty cool. It's a cool she's actually cool. got some. You know, and she's, got, she's got more depth. Yeah. Than Cruella. Cruella yeah, she de Vil. Yeah. Cruella de Vil wants to wear fur coats. Yzma wants to rule a, a kingdom, and she uses potions. I don't think I've ever seen the Emperor's New Groove. Oh my god! How it's, it's it's one of the most hilarious. I've only Disney seen films. scenes, and I love it even more because of the non sequiturs where it actually yeah. calls out other Disney films. 
Like, yeah, it makes. I love it when Kronk pulls down the flow chart and goes, actually, if you look at it, this makes no sense. And it's got some adult humor in it. Like, for example, when... Really? When, adult humor? When Kind of, basically. Because when Kronk, when Kronk and Isma are, are sleeping in the woods, she has a full tent, and he's only pitching one little tent. <laughs> Want to guess where it's at? I don't think I should let my cop watch this. <laughs> you totally should. Which, by the way, he knows Family Guy, and I don't watch a lot of Family Guy, but that in The Simpsons he'll watch, so I can DVR those and watch him while he's there. Yeah. And when he was leaving the basement this afternoon, it was Family Guy and started taking them off the shelf. Well. You're luck it's lucky that there's a Family Guy. Mm, I hear. So, gentlemen, let's get started. Who is your favorite Disney villain? You want to start? Okay, I'll start. In my no first one specific off. order. Man. Yeah, because... So I have two favorite Disney villains of all time. Hold on, let me open this loudly and, while you do this. Um, I will say this. So when we first started talking about this, I kind of started talking. I've got braces. Oh, that's right. I can't see them. They're behind my teeth. So I am going to have a lisp because I just got them a day ago. So, so I'm still learning. Can I, I do a joke? Go ahead. I don't care. He's never stopped him before. Why does he ask that? He mocks me all Did the time. Did you get that or the first pube first? We're still waiting. Very, that's, not very, that's not even a very good joke. No, though. no. Like, he acted like he had something worth saying. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something a little rougher. So but, how hard, how bad did it hurt? It, it didn't hurt until they couldn't get the right, apparently they can't get the right size, there's different size wires they can put on mm -hmm. in the braces, yeah. and they couldn't quite get one to fit mine, so they had the, the dentist had to make one specifically for me. So, what if this affects our ratings? <laughs> There's the yeah, joke. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so no problem. How long do you have to wear braces? A whole year. That's my son has to do it for at least a year. Yeah, I've got. If, a, if, if I need them because my teeth are jacked up. If a year from now he goes, we need to keep it on six more months. I'm going to push punch him in the crotch and say, take them off. <laughs> okay. I'm just say take them off. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You need to punch anybody in the crotch. No, I'll do it based just for the show. So if you do it, Chad, I just. I, since we're talking about animation, I've always thought this would be a great animated scene that I don't think exists. As you do it, could you speed back? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, There's well, a I've scene. seen that in some movies. Yeah, that's in yeah. some movies. Yeah. yeah, but it's not... Is it? I, I think that... It has to be animated somewhere in a movie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> perverted fans, can you send us your favorite animated speed back groin scene? I'm the only perverted fan. I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, so when, when we were when when we first started talking about this after we recorded the musical episode, I pretty much guessed what our picks were going to be right there and then. Mm -hmm. So my I have two favorites of that I was struggling with who to pick first, and I want to pick one because I think James will take it from me. Yes, and the other one I think James may take it from me. We'll go go first, up, okay. John. Okay, I'm gonna. I am going to pick one. I just started out with the low one. Yeah. There's about six more ready to go. Keep going. All right. We're going to just... So, uh, my first villain is probably in my favorite Disney movie of all time. And she is actually not in it until the ho an hour into the movie. And even then, she's only in it for ten minutes. What? The Marvelous, the Magnificent, Mad, 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 Madam Mim. So... Really quick, yep. I was talking to Christy about this, and she was trying to remember that. I said, no, it's the blah, 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 because I've been reading the actual story, the actual book by T.S. White, T.L. White, 
Uh, Which Disney got the rights to in 1939. The Sword and the Stone. That's one he wanted to make himself. So, true story, Christopher Lee, it was one of his favorite books, Mm -hmm. and he read it every year. Oh, really? I don't care for it. (laughs) The the book or the movie? I love the movies. Okay, (laughs) yeah. I don't care for it. A lot of shit in that movie is not in that book. Well, no shit, yeah. But you know who is? Madam Mim is? Is that whole sequence is in that book. I see. I did not know that. I would imagine that'd be one of the more memorable sequences in the book. It is. Because it's a wizard Because he he fiddles a lot with Robin Hood, and then they go off, and they often become birds and snakes and whatnot throughout the book. And the sound of the subtle differences, and I'll let you get into it, because I don't know if either the... I'm the only one read it, right? Yeah, I, I read it when I was a kid. But I, I never read it. I, I don't care for it. I'm having a hard time. I'm still not finished. I've been six months. I'll go to and start reading something else. But his brother's not really that big of a dick. No, well, you have. Well, to- it's not his brother in the movie either. Yeah, it's his brother in the book. Okay. Yeah. So the the thing about the movie, He's I not st- that put upon. Yeah, I still love the movie. Wart the wart. Wart. Yeah. I still love the movie. And my kids, I actually got them hooked on it because I was watching it to prepare for this episode. And they and Haley's made me watch the Mad, Mad, Madam Mim part five times. She'll go, Daddy, just fast forward to the witch part. So that comes two-thirds into the movie? It doesn't, yeah, for a whole hour. I didn't remember. See, because it's actually in the first third of the book. Oh, yeah, no, an hour in, and then they do their battle, and then she's off. Um, I lost my train of thought. The one thing I have about the movie... Now, I loved it as a kid. It's the only one I watch. It's the only Disney anime movie that I watched repeatedly. I loved it as a kid too. I feel like there's not really much of a plot there. It's just no. There's not a villain. I mean, she is. Well, no, the villain, she's right? the villain. But in terms of what Merlin's doing with Arthur, there's really nothing there. And then the whole Sword and Stone is the very last minute of the movie. I can't. Believe, I, now that I'm talking fast, the lisp is coming worse. It's fine. I'll enjoy <laughs> it. But there's not really a villain for the book. No. And he hangs out with Robin Hood for probably a third of the book and different other kind of adventures, too. And they don't do any of that in the movie. No. And that part comes at the first part of the book. Oh, really? Yeah. And can I get a spoiler for the book? Would you want it? No, spoiler. Go ahead. She dies. Madame M does? Oh, he kills her. Oh, wow. In the same way? Basically. Okay. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to cover that, too. Um, but no, Madame M, Madame M, The Sword and Stone, 1963. Again, a year in history where nothing important happened. Um, <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, that's what Kennedy got shot down And then I realized. That that's when the was... sales of those convertibles declined. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was animated. She was animated by Mitt Call and Frank Thomas. Mm-hmm. Two historic animators that had worked on Disney since the beginning. They actually worked on Snow White. And a Thomas few... and Ollie. They did an entire documentary about Thomas and Ollie. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it was voiced by Martha Wentworth. Hmm? Martha Wentworth. I don't know who that is. She didn't really do much. She was in TV shows here and there. She had small parts in movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did some Disney work, but nothing as significant as Madame Mim. Mm-hmm. Um, why do I like her? The woman's absolutely nuts. Yes. Uh, she, all she wants to do is be left alone and be vile to anyone who enters her, her, her domain. The sequence of her opens up with her cheating at solitaire. Just cheating herself for no reason. Um... She is one of the best cackles, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she is not... Again, I mentioned that already. Uh, and the battle scene between her and Merlin is one of the most entertaining scenes in Disney animated history, in my opinion. Um, and this is from this is a quote from Frank Thomas from the D23 website. 
Madame M is a contrast of wild actions and restraint with unexpected outbursts accenting her overall timing. Um, her song, Mad, Mad, Madame... God bless, I can't say, keep saying it. Mad, Madame M mm -hmm. was actually written by the Sherman Brothers. The great Sherman Brothers who did not get along. <laughs> Contrary to what Saving Mr. Banks says. Um, yeah, if you watch the... There's a documentary about them as well, which I do recommend you watch. Yeah. Because they get the compliment all the time. If you've seen the documentary... They get, they've been stopped several times, and people have said, you know your favorite, my favorite work for Disney? And they always say, well, Disney's favorite work was Feed the Birds from Mary Poppins that they did. Yeah. They used to have them come in and play it mm -hmm. on a Friday. And they said the one that we got the most, though, when we actually talked to people, no, I love your work on uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And they're like, that that was the one project we didn't do, do for Disney. Disney. yeah. <laughs> and that, I, did, honestly, I forgot that Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was not a Disney movie either. Itty Gitty Bang Bang. God, I can't talk. There's, itty Itty Bang. No, I, I, I'm trying to say Itty Bitty Bang Bang. I can't say there's, it. there's actually another one that's worse than that that I will not say, but ask me when we're not recording. Does it, okay. Does it, does it rhyme with Big Titty? No, it's Damn. Worse. Oh, well. Yeah, we're going to have to. Now you got my interest peak. No, here's the Witty Titty Hang Dang. So, spoilers, oh, by the way. There's one Witty Titty. Spoilers about uh, the sequence. So. Screw <laughs> that Mark Twain quote. <laughs> A true friend uh, stabs you in the front. <laughs> that was one witty titty. But <laughs> <Said> Ed Conway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Now Buck Owens is gonna pop up in the cornfield. Tell us what to watch next. <laughs> Conway no. twenty and the itty bitty twenty twenty. It's a witty titty. Oh God! This is never gonna get shared by Disney property. Nope. Conway <laughs> twenty. No really witty titty. <laughs> How witty was that? I'm so sorry. I've got to stop. No. Keep going. So anyway, so um, if you haven't seen Sword in the Stone, yes. please get your Disney Plus account and watch it. But I'm going to spoil something for you. So if you don't want to be spoiled, don't listen. <coughs> um, so the the main sequence is she's battling Merlin in a wizard's duel, which that's the whole lead up to that is where she goes and chest bumps him. Goes, you want to fight, do you? And then she slaps him in the face. <laughs> but anyway, so the whole point is they're changing into. <laughs> no, I want to watch. It. It's it's it still holds it's up. It's a great scene. It's a great yeah. scene. Ten minutes of pure joy. Um, but the whole point is they're changing into different animals, trying to one up one another, and Merlin wins by becoming a virus. Yes. The hold on, I gotta find it. The American Journal of Infection Control actually wrote an article diagnosing Madame Mim. <laughs> oh, yeah. Turns out it's measles. Oh. <laughs> so, Madame Maxine didn't vac... What, her parents didn't vaccinate her. Nope. Vaccinate your kids. Uh, Take that, Jenny McCarthy. Now, Merlin, Merlin gives <laughs> That's a... That's one witty titty. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so, Merlin... Uh, See in court. <laughs> he tells her this is long, drawn-out thing, but they looked at the symptoms and said, it's measles. <laughs> so it can't be long and drawn out without medication. Yes. So... <laughs> It's just the way you said. Yeah. Yes, James. <laughs> I mean, when I found so in my research about Madame Mim, one of the cool things I found out is she actually had a pretty um, successful post-sword career in terms of Disney. Uh, Madame appeared. Uh, Madame Mim appeared in many of the Disney comic books. Oh, really? For years, uh, she met the Phantom Bolt, which I guess was a Disney popular Disney villain, mm -hmm. um, and the Beagle Boys. Oh, yeah, the Beagle Boys. And she even appeared on a cover with Goofy, Donald, and Mickey in one of the comic books of theirs. Um, in 1968, in the 1968 premiere issue of The Wonderful World of Disney, she was actually chosen as the Monster of the Month and was the magazine's centerfold. It was her as the dragon. 
Shut up. But you know what? I, actually, that gets to a point. What I love about Mad Madam Mim, as she even says in her theme song, is that she could be the most beautiful creature on the planet. Yes. She has that power. She doesn't want to be. be. No. She wants to be as hideous and mean and ugly as she can be. And that endears me to her. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so what's your excuse, James? Uh, much the same. I want to be left alone. I want to. I want to beat myself in solitaire. I, wanna... <laughs> I also would like to do a wizard's duel, but it's because I don't know magic, and I figure that'll end myself. I mean, just the way she goes, like when 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 she's talking about Arthur or Wart, you know, she goes, "Yes, you are. Every... Merlin must like you for everything that you're good in and great and wonderful, and that's why I must destroy you, dear boy." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, Madam Mim, number one villain for me. I, I think that's a good choice. And James, it's funny was that on your I was list? Talking about this Actually, I, that was five on my list. Oh. I had a backup, and that was one. My, one All one right, James, go. I'm going to go with one, and I know y'all know I'm going to go with this one. I'm going to go with Radigan, and here is why Listen. I'm going. With There's Radigan. no shock there that he's his is Radigan. Radigan I'm wins. I'm going to do my number one first. Yeah, Radigan wins. He in. I don't remember. No, I don't Radigan, remember. I mean, he doesn't win by the end of the movie, but. In his in one of the songs that he sings, he says, "From the brain that brought you the Big Ben caper and the Tower Bridge job, there's a cut scene that tells what the Tower Bridge job was. The Tower Bridge job is where they would wait on a bridge, and he would have his cronies throw people overboard, and if they drowned, they would loot their bodies later and get the, the, their money and stuff. If they could swim and got out, they shot them." They cut that line because they thought it was a little much for kids. Yeah, and I was, and, but those are two jobs that he lists that he did successfully. So he has been a successful villain. That's actually the entire plot. If you watch the Great Mouse Detective, where Radigan's a villain, and he is voiced by Vincent Price, so it automatically endears him. Yeah, it's but, a double shot for you because it's a Sherlock Holmes cartoon, and it's Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. But he is Moriarty to to Basil's Holmes. And they have, I mean, I think Basil even has a line. He's been pursuing him 20 years. He's successful. He is the villain that has succeeded several times. Do you want to talk a little bit of why they probably called him Basil? Um, yeah, because I was going to ask you that if you did, if you had. Basil Rathbone. Basil Rathbone. And Basil Rathbone, actually, if you watch the, the Disney movie. Is the most famous person. And if you watch the movie, there's a part where you hear Sherlock Holmes. That's an archival recording of Basil Rathbone and Sherlock Holmes. Oh. And Watson. The actor that played not, Watson. Not only was he the one who played him the most probably on television or, or in film. He's also the one who played him the most, I think, on radio. Yes. And there's, I've actually got the complete Sherlock Holmes with Basil. Uh, and they're fun. I mean, they still hold up. And a they're lot of great. The, I listen to them going the, out west, and we love them. A lot of the stereotypes that chance, are now linked great. with Sherlock Holmes, like they're the deer stalker, they're all battle rap. None of that is necessarily no. in Conan Doyle. Um, but they are based on a series of books. Battle of Baker Street is a series of kids' books that obviously Disney bought the rights to. But I love Radigan because in some ways, you want him to win. Not at the end when everything goes sideways, but you look at the, you know there's poverty, you know things are going bad. Uh, Mrs. Flavisham, Mrs. Flammerhammer, Flavisham. Uh, anyway, um, uh, you know her father's a toy maker, but they're not doing that well financially. There's an indication that since her mother died, they're kind of, they're working class, you know all that stuff. They're making it, but not. And then you see the queen of Mouthdom, and she's kind of 
feeble. Not not physically feeble. She's not doing much to address the needs of Malston. So there's part of me Don't that really looks, get any royalty. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Part of you looks at at Radigan and says, could he do worse? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be crooked, but maybe people won't be starving. Right. And so I think Radigan is also appealing that way because A, he's one, he's intelligent, and you get a queen that doesn't appear overly so. I mean, she's duped by her own, ro- <laughs> own robot likeness of her. She's <laughs> like, what's this? Well, obviously, it's not really you. Run from it. Um, but the other thing is, he does, he kills. Mm-hmm. We see him kill... And there's only two Disney villains on screen that directly kill. He's one of them. Um, so I, I think that's, I mean, he's just intelligent. He's brilliant. Who's the other? Um, Somebody who you might, you might bring up. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, well, no, actually, that one's not considered direct. If, you, if it's the one we were talking about before the show. Yeah, then I don't know who the second one is. I'll, 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 it may be my backup if one of y'all steal mine, so I'm, okay. I'm not going to say it. But... But I, I think that's what yeah. makes Radigan, I mean, yeah. because Radigan, take away Dr. Dawson. If, but he lets him go. If by some now chance... I'm, I'm, now I'm sitting here going, I know who you're talking about now. If, yeah. if by some chance Dr. Dawson would not have met up, Radigan would have completely won. Because when he traps Basil in the trap near the end of the film, and he does the great goodbye song... Where he just taunts him. He record has a pre-recorded goodbye song to mock him as he leaves, and Basil's defeated. And it's actually Doctor Dawson that goes, "Are you just going to set the air and let, let if you want? I don't know if you want to die. Let's just set the trap off now." And it's not till Doctor Dawson says that and inspire Basil that Basil snaps out of it and decides he wants to live. But up until that point, Basil's like, "No, he's smarter than I am. He wins." That's what makes Radigan a great villain. He's smarter, he's faster, and actually, I would argue, now at the end of the movie, and you can see the exact moment when it happens, when he becomes a rat. He is always a rat, and that's the other thing. He is mentally imbalanced. He wants to just be viewed as a big mouse. He's a rat. When he turns into the rat, there's almost this werewolf-like transformation. The cape gets ripped off, his eyes go red, and he becomes the monster that everybody assumed he is. But until that point, he's very suave. Matter of fact, he snaps when his henchman calls him a rat, but Basil calls him a rat twice. And his response the first time Basil calls him a rat, he closes his pocket watch. Basil can't trigger his anger. Hmm. He's more likely to get angry at a henchman for misspeaking than he is Basil because he sees himself as superior. And that makes him a great villain to watch. I wonder if they wrote that much into it or if James is projecting. Oh, maybe. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go with once again, Joe. Once again, Joe, it's one of those things that it doesn't matter what they meant. Once you put out a piece of art, it, it becomes you know critique. That's but. what people told us about. Uh, what, what was that piece of shit we did? Oh yeah, no, I'm joking. Murder Virgin. All right. So I thought you were talking about. <laughs> I'm name off everything we've done <laughs> every episode. I should have said this at the beginning, but most of this is melodrama. And what's the key to any great melodrama? It's villain. The it's villain. villain. And the villain gets to win every battle except which one? The last one. The last yeah. one, right? Mm-hmm. That's what makes a great villain. The best villain makes the best movie. And there's, I'm sitting here going back and forth about what I want to do when I'm listening to you two because there's a funny one and then there's a not funny one. And I was going to save the not funny one, but I think it just rolls right into what James ending up. I've only ever wanted to make one 
Disney film live action. For anybody who knows me, I'm just a failed direct filmmaker. But my dream project would have been to do Sleeping Beauty. It has pretty much that and Macbeth to me are the two classic stories that have everything when we're talking about favorite genres. Yeah, that Shakespeare, he says Hamlet's nothing. It's not for me. <laughs> Titus Andronicus is my favorite. It's thing. not for Titus me. Titus Andronicus too. It's got witches. It's got blood. It's got people killing. I, yeah, when no, is Disney going to adapt Titus yeah, Andronicus? No. <laughs> so, I, my favorite villain, What's wrong, villain, Brady? villain, not fun villain is Maleficent. Yeah, we knew we and we both. But knew I want. I thought I'd go a different way, but I can't. It, it is Maleficent, and plus she's got the, one of the greatest lines. Now you must deal with me and all the powers of hell. Yeah, and she turns into an effing dragon, dragon. Yep. and it's I, one of the coolest, most striking images when she comes on, and she's so elegant. And by the way, I couldn't give two shits about Sleeping Beauty. Aurora, but it was my my mom's favorite. Um, well, and she's and so, so it's kind of and, just and this is one genetically of, now. I guess it was because I heard it so much. As I'm, it's it's one of my favorite fairy tales, if not my favorite. And it's fairy all tale because too. she didn't get invited to the party. Party, yeah. I mean that. I and that's that's to me. It's like I, going back on mine. Radigan thinks he could be a better ruler. Fine, I get that. Maleficent is willing to burn. The kingdom to the ground just because her invite got lost in the mail. Right, I, I agree. agree. And the other thing about Sleeping Beauty, and this isn't about the villain. Sleeping Beauty is an odd one in the Disney history because Sleeping Beauty, nor the prince, nor anybody else, those aren't the main characters in the movie. The three fairies are the main characters, and then mm-hmm. Maleficent is really, and she's not in it a lot. No. She, just like Madame Mim. She's People not, talk about her a lot, but she's yeah, not in it and a lot. And she carries a huge presence to this day. I yeah. mean... She's in the opening, then she's... She couldn't be in that movie more than 10. And actually, the last, what, 10 minutes is her as a dragon. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't... She curses her. A curse that's probably worse than death. And right? she And the sound effect of her, whenever she slams down her staff, that... Uh-huh. Well, and isn't the curse that she will die? Yeah, yeah. and it's the it's the it's the fairies that they can't well, no, stop it. Yeah, no, but they will preserve it, right? Yeah, because the three fairies die. are She'll the three fairies. Sleep. The three fairies there on her christening are there to give her gifts, and uh, Flora and Fauna give her the gifts of of uh, beauty. Chad has watched this since. No, no, yeah. well, I was going to say, and but, then, then Meriwether, their, their gifts are very vain. Yes, but until Mary, until Maleficent shows up, and then Meriwether still has her gift to give, and that's when she turns into, "You will sleep, you won't die." Which, by the way, is can you not can you not Walmart a fairy gift? Like, yeah. was, I know I gave you beauty, but I tell you what, instead of beauty, what I'm going to do is give you resistance to evil magic. How about that? Take that, Maleficent. I can't remember if this from Cinema Blend or some other one, and I'll give credit for it later when I, I'll type it up and give them credit. Few moments in the Disney canon can top Maleficent transforming into a fire-breathing dragon to take out the heroic Prince Philip. Except Madame Mim turning into a dragon. Sleeping Beauty is a gorgeous piece of art, but its villain is just about the very best Disney has to offer. Well, it's huge, And right? Maleficent's minions are plenty scary, too. Even if the fierce Maleficent is a smarter boy, but boy, once she turns into that dragon, all bets are off. And I agree. Well, and it's the hues, right? Mm-hmm. And the fire is green. It's green. It's the it's, purple. It's yeah. beautiful. I... I uh, I, so, if you don't know, if you're a Disney fan like 
three of us, and now you've been to Disney quite a bit, I finally got to deal with Disneyland a few years ago. And one of the things I was most excited about is at Disney World Cinderella's Castle. And it's much bigger and it's a little more, more elaborate, but most of it's forced perspective. The actual castle in Disneyland mm-hmm. is sleeping as uh, why the hell couldn't I think of Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> I um, almost said Sleeping Beauty. It's Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And you can walk through it and it's so small, but I enjoyed it so much because I was excited to do it. I, I don't know. There is a Maleficent over on my shelf. There's a wind-up one. There's also a stuffed one. There she is next to Alf up here on the yeah. top shelf. My daughter, Abby. It's a striking image that I don't... The, I, I, I even kind of like the Angelina Jolie movie. The first, I never bothered to watch the second one. Yeah, but yeah, the second one, most people have actually said is better, and it gets closer to what we saw in the... Yeah. But. No, my daughter... My, Haley... When she's not watching Sword of Stone, she's now watching Sleeping Beauty. And my daughter, Abby, for the whole year of three, mm-hmm. she's like, Daddy, I want to watch The Bad Lady. That's what Maleficent was. Well, now, now I know why you've seen it many more times yes. than I have. I have uh, seen Toy Story quite a bit. Would you like to talk about that? No. None of the villains that are in here. I swear to God, though, this I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to pick. It was almost going to be Lotso. I thought you were going to put Lotso <laughs> on But I list. took it off because I was just watching well, it. Again. I, I, I would have just a This was going to be one of my backups, but actually you've already mentioned Toy Story. Do you think Sid grows up to be a serial killer? No. Nope. I don't know. I Have you guys rewatched Toy Story lately? Because, God, I have. It's, it's a little bit more adult than I remembered it. No, yeah, it's very adult. It's... It, the, it's Three was standing. I'm talking about the first one. There's a lot of adult jokes. There's a oh, kiss yeah. ass joke mm-hmm. that I don't yeah. even remember that Christy laughs at every single time where Mr. Potato Head takes his lips off yeah. and starts cutting his yeah. butt. Sorry. Yes, yeah, Sid is very. Oh. We got to take a quick pause. Mm-hmm. Sid's jerk face, what he is. Mm-hmm. Take Happy time. No, right. so um, to answer Jane's question about Sid, no, he doesn't become a serial killer. He's a garbage He's a garbage man. Is he? Oh, that's true. In Toy Story 3. That's true, you're Can right. Can you see him? Yeah, you see him uh, when they're taking the trash out. You see somebody wearing Sid's shirt, so it's implied that that's Sid. I don't remember that, and yep. I've had to watch it two or three times. <laughs> By the way... Now you've got a new reason to watch Even this afternoon, it. I watched Toy Story 3 again. When he gives those toys to Bonnie... It breaks your heart. Every single time. Have you seen time. Toy Story 4? No. Yep. It's not, to me, it didn't have the impact... As three did. Well, I think three was a perfect way to end it. I still, four, I still want to see four. But yeah, I Toy don't Story know. four. Have you seen it? No. Okay, Toy Story four. It didn't have the impact on me as three did. But there were a couple people in the theater, not quite to the level of three, where that guy was sobbing. Sobbing behind. But us. there was there. I were, was teary eyed too. I there were pro. No, I, I agree. If there's something about there's some when of that, she gives that, and it's when um, she get when he gets the Woody. And I'll be honest, the older and I get, you can get, see him pull. Andy pulls him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's a couple. To to college with there, There's a couple episodes of things uh, uh, that I was watching today with my kids that get to me, and I think partially because I have kids now. Um, but no, I agree. But there's, there's, there's the ending of four got to a couple people in the theater I was in. To me, I was like, well, it makes sense. Like it, it is touching, but I just don't think in top three. But anyway, all right, all right. Up? So since James went with Radigan, I can now say my. What is Second it? tied for all time favorite villain, Hades. Oh yeah, <laughs> from Hercules. None of these are shock. I, in fact, the only one that's a slight shock—it's not a shock because I was talking about this afternoon. But 
We talked about these the other night. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> Madame Mem, I think, is a good one. Yeah. I, I'm glad we started out with that one. But, you know, I, I, what I like about Hades is he's played with some humor. Yes. But, in all honesty, I've always thought that was the weirdest thing about Hades. Just as a, not the Disney character. As a character. So, your brother Zeus. Yes. And you draw the straw of, okay, you're going to rule Hades... And we're going to make sure it sucks. Every for you. time you all say Hades, I think of Sling Blade. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. They say we have to go to Hades. <laughs> Do you all remember um, this? No. No, I haven't <laughs> seen Instead Sling of saying hell, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen ha- uh, French Sling Fried Blade. Hades. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I God. Like can we open a restaurant called French Fried Hades? Like what do you sell, Bank Hades? Uh, <laughs> mustard and Hades. That's all. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but I, I've always thought that Hades. <laughs> God, is such a, how did Billy Bob do that? Uh, Hades is such a sympathetic character uh, his, in, in actual mythology because even his own bride, he can only she can only stay with him half a year. Yeah. And then she has to go back up to the surface. So I'm like, dude, you drew every short straw. And Did he? The only parallel I can think it to him, and, and somebody made this argument before, he's, he's Batman. Yeah. Everything that happens to him is terrible. Yeah. But no, and he's voiced by who? James Woods, who, God help us. He's been in so many of my favorite movies, but he's batshit crazy now. Well, he's a 70-year-old white man. There's something about yeah. white guys once they get to a certain age. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, society, oh. they just need to So start... what you're saying, Joe, is crackers of a certain age. <laughs> I do. They go crackalicious for some odd reason. I, they just, like, there's somebody's taking away their dolls. It yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> no, so... Hades, he's conniving, manipulative, and genuinely evil. However, he is also the funniest of all Disney villains, in my opinion. It's him and Yzma. Yeah, like, him I, and Yzma. I think they could have dated. But yeah, but I Hades, think they could have. But Hades, I don't, the way he delivers his lines, because he he can be absolutely hysterical and sarcastic. Is my one second? Out? Yeah, and then the next minute, absolutely evil. Um, he will take your soul, but he will be very sarcastic while doing it. He also has two great lackeys, in my opinion, oh, in yeah. Pain and Panic, voiced Which by are Matt Furrer and Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, you can't get a better. I, I honestly cannot tell you five things about Hercules. The movie. Oh, you, uh, did it come out in the nineties? Yes, it did. Actually, one of my favorite parts about it too is Seven. it's. Uh, I who came is, out when uh, I was in college. I, I think there's about like Atlanta. There's a bunch of them there that I don't have any recollection. Um, of. It's uh, Hermes, played by uh, Paul, Paul Schaefer. Schaefer. I love him playing because they yeah. basically just animated Paul oh, Schaefer and made him fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I laugh every time because I'm like, that's totally Paul and Schaefer. Hermes, and Hermes is, has always, ever since I was a kid, he was always my favorite Greek god. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I don't have a favorite Greek god. <laughs> you guys think about favorites more than me. I love you, Greek. I love Greek, Greek mythology. I love Greek I mythology. Think, I think I miss most you of need to actually. I think, I, honest to God, I think I was studying the Civil War. Why, why would you, Joe, being in Eastern Kentucky, spend more time? Because they spend a lot of time on it in Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> so my commentary on Hades and how much his life sucked. Something uh, tells me that history book's a little skewed. Back. <laughs> I mean, they called it the War of Northern Aggression, but I don't remember whatever. Um, did you, do you know anything about... <laughs> they bleeped out Yankee. It yeah. was wide star, 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 asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> we ain't allowed to say the Y word. <laughs> Do you know anything about how um, Hades before James Woods got it? No. In my history, in my doing my research, this is why I want to talk about Hades even more. Original, is it hard to brush your teeth. 
Yes. Okay. Originally, Hades was supposed to be played by Jack Nicholson. Oh. Oh, um, that ha- would have been interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it would have been better. He no was meant Jack. He was a, he, if he watches the channel. <laughs> um, he was I'm going to get those bonus. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. I don't even know because who I'm doing. He sounds like a Disney villain. <laughs> I'm going to get those. Or a Scooby villain? Yeah. I would have got <laughs> away with it too if it wasn't for those Midland boneheads. <laughs> I would have got those boneheads if I hadn't been at a Lakers game <laughs> nailing this Hi, chick. Hi, Spock Lee. <laughs> so, um, Hades was actually originally intended to be a more dramatic villain. Um, and was originally drawn to resemble Jack Nicholson. Um, however, Nicholson, in Nicholson fashion, demanded $15 million and went at half the profits from mer- merchandising. <laughs> Smart. If they so, give it to him. But cool. Isn't that about what he got for Batman? Yeah, I think it's something crazy. Because he technically easy. made more off of Batman than anybody else Bat- and continues to Batman steal Batman made him, uh, I think, not a multi, but like a hundred millionaire. Yeah. yeah. Um, of course, Disney has a little bit more sense than that. It said, no. <laughs> so Nicholson uh, left the project. Um, so uh, William Defoe, David Bowie, and John Lithgow all auditioned for the part. They made them audition. Yes, John Lithgow was was passed on because his portrayal was actually too serious. James Woods came in, didn't think he was right for the part at all. So when he read the lines, he thought he would have a little fun while doing it because he just didn't think he he was going to get it. So he took on the role of a sleazy car salesman. <laughs> and right away, the creators loved that take. And they immediately started redoing the script and the character himself. So that Haiti was redrawn right after that. Which actually, we've talked about this before outside of recording. Um, Ray Wise is Lucifer from Reaper mm-hmm. is a used car salesman type character. There's yeah. something that works so well for yeah, Kingdom yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Underworld. Um. No, but James Wood, he really loved doing the part, so much so that he doesn't want to let go of it. Shocker, James Woods. I wouldn't want to. No. He just recorded, but he didn't. He recorded recently new yeah. for Disney for Disney World. Yeah, yeah. He, he had, he had any times Hades is on the screen, he does the voice. He, yep. he, he, um, he's he even, did for House of the Mouse. Yeah, and he's currently uh, voicing the upcoming Kingdom Hearts game as well. I don't blame him. So I've thought about this before, too. I've, I've. Uh, because I know Tom Hanks's brother does his voice for I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Tom yeah. Hanks's brother does his voice for for the games and for the toys. And I did stuff. not know that. Yeah, it's his brother. And a lot Alfred of Hanks. Things, I don't know what his <laughs> damn brother's name is. To be honest about it. But I thought, and I saw Sarah Silverman talking about. Now she does all of hers. Is it Twitch or uh, no? No, Glitch? it's uh, Penelope Sweets. But Glitch. That, she glitches. That's, that's her yeah. power. But yeah, she's yeah. Penelope Sweets. Well, yeah, I would too. I, I would have to have it in my contract. Is that if I don't, and you, right they a, at least write a first. Refusal. If they could pay me scale, as yeah. long as they paid me, I'd yeah. do it. I'd want to be the voice yeah. every time. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think, think it's ever going to happen. I don't, I don't think even think anybody. it'd be about the money. It would just be I. That was me. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's but because I think about and, and and credit. Speaking of Toy Story, we talked about it a little bit there. Toy Story having to recast Jim Barney, and I think they did a great job. Yeah, they do. It's it's yeah. hard to tell, but how do you, are they going to replace Mister Taterhead? Uh, they used spoiler. I mean, they use uh, they they recorded so much dialogue with Don. No, Rickles. no, I know they are for four, but but how do you do more, Mister Taterhead? Don Rickles recorded a lot of footage across multiple films. All you got to do is pay the rights and edit it. Huh. huh? I thought he just did Toy Story four before he died. 
they add some of the dialogue. And by the way, in Toy Story 4, again, will we see a Toy Story 5? Yeah, because Toy Story 4 made more than 3. So, yeah, we'll eventually see 5. But I don't want to give it away since y'all haven't seen it. Yeah, it it sets up a, a way that you're not going to need all those characters anymore. Okay. Right. No, so the the last thing so I'll say about Hades, other than Hades is magnificent as a Disney villain. Um, and it just came out of left field because Hercules is not a strong movie. Well, It's not. I've seen it and have no I'm not actually though that and the Hunchback of Notre Dame are the two that are just Uh, right but again the villain in Notre Dame though oh and and actually has one of the creepiest songs the Hellfire song for Frollo Frollo yeah Frollo Frollo's Hellfire song I remember watching it (laughs) Frollo bitch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's an inside joke between the boatheads Frollo I mean have you ever got a Rollo no. No, I can't eat caramel anymore. Oh, oh because of your diabetes? <laughs> no. Or because of your... I almost oh. said sideburns. But, Frodo, I, but I, the other thing about Hades... You should I grow the belt and nothing else. That Hades... Um, you look like a villain from Super Mario. Hercules, I love it because of the voice cast. Because yeah. uh, who does... Who's Hades' trainer? Why am I blanking on You here? mean Hercules? That would be Danny DeVito? Thank you. Um... No, uh, the cast is a fantastic. Well, no, no, no. So it's got one of the best Disney casts. I actually, and I know some people say Robin Williams for Aladdin. And by the way, Robin Hood, the voice cast, is phenomenal. The problem was that's the last film they did where they weren't all names. Yeah. Because Robin Williams signed on to it, and then after that, everybody had to be a name, and you lost Jody Benson type character. And stuff like you know, uh, one of the one of the cool things about Hercules, and I do love Hercules. I'm just saying it's not the strong one of the well, strongest no, no, of but, Disney uh, cartoons, but the cast in it. But one of the one of the great jokes about Hercules, um, when Hercules goes to um, hire Danny, get Danny DeVito's character to coach him, a uh, training. Uh, Danny DeVito's character goes, "I've got what uh, one word for you, son. I'm retired," and slams the door. And people thought that was just a joke because he couldn't count. No, if you go back to original Greek language, "I'm retired" actually is one word. I, thought, I just thought that was cool. Well, it is. The, the other, I have no recollection of any of this. The other thing though, that I like about <laughs> I it love Disney. I love Hercules. Her- her- the villain, the, uh, Hades is the villain, but there's characters that appear villainous as well. Actually, the, the true villains of Hades Unleashed is the Titans, Titans, which actually goes back. Zeus defeated the Titans as mythology uh, and became the god. Yep. Because the Titans were the old mm-hmm. world rulers. Um, and then later on, Zeus, you see, later on, uh, met his end when he met a Jesus. Yeah. There's actually a mythology that examines how Jesus unseated Zeus historically. And then um, Jesus... Does it, they, Jesus won in a runoff election. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. But I, I say that because Ooh, the other fraud. part about it, though, is... Fake news. It was in the New Testament. <laughs> Stupid electoral <laughs> college. The other part about it oh, is, though, a terrible so you joke, get the Titans, like, which yeah. are villainous, and they're cool looking. They don't do much, but they're cool looking. Actually, Hades has that great line there where they come out and they're destroying everything, and he goes, uh, fellas, Olympus is that, that way. way. <laughs> and they turn around. Right, yeah. uh, and it's But the, the, the fates mm-hmm. cutting people's lives. Everything about that, that. that imagery is is a it's mythological. It's in the mythology, but it's just cool to see. And then the Hydra battle too. But anyway, so yeah, hey Hades, it was between him and Madame M as my, my number one villain of all time. 
James? I'm going to go with what Hades could have been, and I'm going to go with what may be the darkest Disney villain of all time. I think I know where he's going. The Horn King. Black Cauldron. Yeah. Black Cauldron. Again, I knew this was coming. Because (laughs) what does every villain in Disney have except for the Horn King? And he has a A little bit of what? No. An origin story? A laugh. Mm. Watch the Horn King. The only time he laughs, he does it sarcastically to mock someone. I watched The Black he, Cauldron for the first time a few years ago. Was it with you? No, it wasn't with me. I watched it alone. <laughs> with his cutting knife. Again, I watched, it alone. I watched it alone a couple years ago because I've never, never, never seen it. I remember when they used I to... I liked it. I did. I, I did. But I, it, none of it stuck with me except who's the Horn King's voice, John Hurt? John Hurt. John yeah. Hurt does the voice of the Horn King. So the Horn King, interestingly enough... If you go back to the source material, the Horn King is actually a combination of two different characters from the book series. So this is based on a book series. The Black Cauldron is based on a book series, and that book series is hold on, I lost. Uh, it's it's called the Chronicles of Pridan, which is actually a book series. Pridane. Um The Horn King is a character, but they basically said, "Well, the Horn King doesn't have enough of a background." And you argue, actually, he doesn't have much of one in the movie. Uh-uh. He's I don't just remember evil any. incarnate. Yeah, um, he's the nothing. So, but he's actually combined with the Horn King from Chronicles Pradent, which actually was kind of inspired by Sauron, because you know he's out there, but you don't know much about him in some ways. The, so they Sauron can, has no speaking lines in the book, and so they. Is com- that what you're talking about? Yeah, they combined him Saruman, with another character. Sorry, uh, they combined him with another character that was Arwan the Death Lord from the Chronicles of Pride, which I now want to read. Um, but anyway, so he he doesn't have... I mean, he's supposed to be this magician, but if you watch the film, he doesn't really use his magic much. He uses it once to basically teleport into the dining hall. Or it's thing. been so long Until since he gets I can't remember the Black Cauldron. But I think, and again, the one of the reasons he's ruthless, he's merciless. There's no humor to him. He's cold. He's collected. He only shows anger one time, so he's emotionless, which makes him that much more terrifying. Because he's killing left and right. He's draining the life out of this kingdom to power the Black Cauldron. Because once he gets the Black Cauldron, he brings back the undead servants. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, and, and I know the uh, the Black Cauldron was never considered a Disney classic. I think it's because it's too adult. I was going to say, The Black Cauldron, in terms of Disney animation, is probably the, the one single case, in Di- and you all correct me if you think I'm wrong, where it doesn't feel like a Disney movie. No, oh, no, no. I don't it, think it does It at all. very much feels, and they were trying to feel that out. They were trying, I mean, because this is before they woke Sleeping Beauty. Which see. is a great yeah. documentary, and it. but the problem with the documentary is I think they shit a little too much on The Black Cauldron, which is not a bad yeah. movie. It's not a no, bad movie. No, it's not a bad movie. It's just not what you would expect from Disney. Because the scene where, spoiler, the Horn King does manage to wake the, the army of the dead, effectively. Oh God, it's a creepy scene. And, I mean, you see that stuff, and the, I, I, it, it, I, I care less about Moogie or whatever the thing is, uh-huh. uh, the creature that helps it, whatever. And actually, Terran, the kid, I, but the Horn King sticks with you as this, because I'm like, I just don't want to meet that guy. Like, Hades, they do him at the theme park, and I'm like, I want my picture with Hades. Yeah. Somebody pops up as the Horn King. They're burn not, burn not, that Not going to happen. No. But they actually, happen. and speaking of Radigan, they took Radigan out of the park. Radigan used to be a walk around character, but in, in uh, 1996, 
they stopped doing it because it was parents complained too much that Radigan as a character scared the children. Oh, for the love of God. And so he hasn't been out since 1996. So I'm hoping one day, hey, Disney, if you happen to listen to this, well, I'm sure. Technically, if you go to Disneyland, Disneyland's where they will do the obscure ones and bring them out from time to time. But you never know who it's going to be or when it's going to be. Yeah. Well, and, and the. Disney, Mar- I, Disney, for, for Disney, Disney files, whatever you want to call them, Disney World's a pretty set kind of thing. Disney World, the exception is the marathons. Okay. If you go in the marathon, because they, they have a, they had, I don't know if it's still this theme, but they had a Donald Duck theme marathon. And and now they're bringing him out more because they're getting ready to the cartoon. Um, but um, for a long time, if you ran the Donald Duck marathon, if it was a duck-based character, they would have him out. So they had Darkwing Duck was at like the halfway point. Yeah. And that was the only way you, you could see some of those characters. You would only ever see Darkwing that way. Um, you get to see Scrooge at Christmas. Yeah, and that's actually and now actually Scrooge is out more often because of DuckTales. DuckTales, woohoo! Um, but so the other thing about the Horn King is, you look at some Disney villains. There's conspiracy, right? They're like, I'm I'm going to slowly work this plan. Horn King doesn't bother with that. He says his intentions outright. I'm going to become a god between mortal men. He wants to put men against each other. He wants chaos. He wants everybody to suffer. He wants to be the God that causes suffering. And you hear that, again, there's no humor, no evil laughs. He's just terror. Okay. And so he's he's one of my second... I mean, as far as villainy, hard to beat the Horn King. Yeah. Maybe not the best I, film. I, I, I was going to say, when I was thinking of your all's list, so far I'm not shocked because I'm like... That's how I thought I might get Hades because James had Radigan and he had the Horn King. So I was I like, I can't remember the Horn. I mean, I need to go back and watch his it. number three though. I'm a little confused by what. Are his they going to do? I wonder if that will Black Cauldron be on Disney. It is on. Um, I got it on my on my watch list because I'm going to watch it again. Oh, is it on? It's okay, on there. And, and actually, um, I was about so is the journey of Natty Gan. I I'm actually really excited about watching the flight of the Navigator because I haven't seen it. It's so on my queue too. Yeah, and and I I want to watch scenes in the black hole. Just scenes. Just scenes. It's pretty. I know it's pretty. Never seen it. It's pretty. You haven't seen Slim Pickens help uh, become a robot? Yeah. Okay, now i got to watch it just for that. Oh, <laughs> no. Know Slim, no. You've never seen oh, it? No. I've never seen the black he's, hole. He's a western robot in space. Why I've, would you not have that? I've, hold on. I've never seen a black hole. It's three. It's three hours long. <laughs> well, I don't think it's the absence of light, Chad. Really, I mean, if you're at the event horizon of a black hole, let's get into some. Astronomy and if you here. go into the event horizon, where you're going, you won't need eyes. I don't. I'm a Pisces. All right, boys. I'm actually a Cancer, but <laughs> on, many, many, on everyone. This is why I never tell anybody I'm a Cancer because it just leads me to that. All right, I'm going to go for a funny one for the second one for our YouTube listeners. Yeah. I said, listeners. Really? Who am I? I am shocked you're bringing that one. Why? I just. He's I didn't... voiced by one of the great character actors of all oh, time. Well, first, first for YouTube, for our listeners, you need to tell us who you're going to talk about. I am talking about Prince John from Robin Hood, which was one of my favorite Disney movies as a kid, and it's another one that I don't think quite holds up. It's not no. one of their best ones. Actually, uh, no, I love it, though, and I will still defend it. I, can I watch love it scenes in it. I, I can hear my Jeremy dad. Miracle say, oh, nutsy. Well, actually, and my dad actually... So, you start with my dad. Yeah. My, my daddy. Daddy. Dad, daddy. Daddy wanted to Yep. So, your daddy. My, my dad, one of... 
his favorite lines of all time, and he's used it outside of the context. And if people don't know the context, they don't know it. But it's the, the line, you deliberately dodged. And it's where Prince John, the, the Sir Hiss... Mm-hmm. His, Sir Hiss his, is another great character. His snake assistant, he goes to... He's mad, and he wants to hit somebody, mm-hmm. and he swings at Hiss, Sir Hiss, and he dodges, and literally doesn't break a beat. Prince John says, you deliberately... Sir Hiss, you deliberately dodged. and Because he can't believe... And it's played for a laugh, but at the same time, you know, it's the, the idea of I'm royalty. Nothing gave you the right to avoid getting hit by me. How dare you? And my dad has actually quoted that several times. You deliberately dodged. <laughs> one of the reviews I was reading was talking about how the Robin Hood is probably not one of their greatest animated films. It's not. I st- I, it's a. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy. It's it. got. Um, it's better than the Fox and the Hound. Yeah, I agree with That's, that. that by, by the way, I've I've came to a realization. What? The Fox and the Hound, and I send me hate mail. Go ahead. Maybe my least favorite Disney film. I enjoyed no. it as a child, but I, I, never I think remembering it's I had the Golden Book. Yeah. Uh-huh. I and remembering I probably never even watched the movie. I'm I'm remembering the Golden Book in my head. Yeah. And that's what I liked. Yeah. And I'll then be- I had it on tape, and I think that's what I liked. I never watched the movie. But getting right back before you finish it, uh, no matter what you feel. Prince John is a distinct three-dimensional character in that movie. Yeah. And Peter Ustinov, the great character actor, Peter Ustinov. Also, Logan's Run. And, right. and Blackbeard's Ghost. <laughs> brings which is him on... to life in a way that probably had never been brought before, right? right? He's a sniveling little child. Now, a lot of people have played Prince John to be arrogant and all these things. Yeah, like Richard Lewis. Yeah, Richard Lewis. <laughs> A spoon. A spoon. A spoon. spoon, cousin. It's hard for me not to look and smile. And it brings a smile to my heart. And there's another one. Now wait, wait, wait. Forth. You all said a spoon. That's the sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, that's what he said. I know. It's oh, okay. I, it's I, like, just to, I just wanted to... jackasses got me all confused. Yeah. I'll be in my room. With my braces. And it, with a with needle. needle and a spoon. Taking a trip to the moon while you have your braces. <laughs> that's the way that song originally went. <laughs> yeah. So, Chad, That's why it? didn't you put Forrest Gump's braces in your mouth? <laughs> I don't really have a lot to say. I don't have a lot to say about a lot of you know, I just feel like, Pete, I will give you, let you know, Peter Ustinoff, great character actor. Check it out. Most of you already know the and, and story of Robin most, Hood. I think Robin Hood is, to me... It's overdone. It, to me, the two biggest, most two overdone stories of all time. It's not Dracula. It's not... It, to me, it's it's Robin Hood and and King Arthur. Arthur. You know what's I funny about that though, and I, I agree because, but I think every for some other three reason, years we get another flipping shitty Robin Hood or King Arthur. For some reason, I let Robin Hood get away with it, and I think you know why I let Robin Hood get away with it. Why? Because I think, of, I think it's a Disney movie. Because I saw that Disney movie, and then I, I immediately read. I think I was seven or eight years old, and I went and got Howard Pyle's. Robin Hood translation. And then he got piles. And then I read it. And then I asked my dad if Gomer Pyle knew Howard Pyle. No, that's a lie. Uh, but, golly! <laughs> golly, Robin Hood! Golly, Andy! But no, I, I, he and does I, it so much better. And I think that's one of the things... And he's things, the one who didn't watch Andy Griffith growing up. I think that that's probably why we don't do it as well. We have... To, we can't. Yeah, we have too much respect for the gestalt. <laughs> 
holy shit, no one saw that sentence coming. But no, I, and I think that's why. I think because I want, I want to get back to that thrill because I can remember, and actually, to be honest, now that I have kids, the stupid scene that gets me the most in that movie is when the little rabbit kid, they realize she's left behind, and he goes back to save her, and I'm like, that's a hero. And I, you know, like I said, it's because I have kids now, it's easier to get to me, and... Uh, who voices Robin Hood in that? Because I, I think know. he does a great job. Can I tell you, there's only two good Robin Hood films. There's only two, in my opinion. Is one of them going to be Errol Flynn? Yes. Uh, what's Th- the other one? That is a brilliant movie. That oh, movie yeah, is the, so much fun to watch. The shadow fight on the scene. The that movie facts, is so. still 80 years on, fun to watch and entertaining. I'll, I mean, I still won't let Errol Flynn near my children. Well, no, we're, he's a zombie. 90. we're getting 90. Almost yeah. 90 years. It's still entertaining and holds up. What's the second one? And the Disney one. Oh. That's the only two I could give so her I'll, two I'll be honest with to you. watch. The, the Disney animated movie I've never been a fan of. I like the opening sequence. Um, yeah, so, but I can't, so I really can't chime in on the Robin Hood anime. It's just not one of my favorites. Well, so, I don't know it, if it's well, one of my wait. favorites either, but I love characters. Now, actually, interesting thing, though, the Robin Hood movie is, is very important to early internet uh, fads. Because Whistlestop from Robin Hood, performed, of course, by the greatest musician the world has ever known. Um, Holy what, shit. Uh, what's his name? Is Roger Miller. Roger Miller. I forgot. Roger Miller. It does also have Roger Miller. There's some great voices Roger in that. Miller, though. He's the uh, chicken, right? Goober. Yeah, he, he's the bard. Which uh, is, goober, uh, goober, 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 Uh What the hell was Goober's real name? Oh. George Lindsay George also Lindsay. does a voice. And, of course, George Lindsay did several voices. For Disney, yeah, but uh, oh, there's a George Lindsay story I want to tell, but I'm not going to. But anyway, is it really dirty? Because most of them are. It's very, the, very. Have you dirty. ever heard about some of the stories about B? Uh, Aunt B, Francis Xavier, yeah, from no. the show. Oh, is she shutting him down because he has a filthy mouth? Yeah, let me tell you behind t- the scenes. Because well, we're we talking about do Disney. a whole episode about that. Yeah, I'll tell you the story about him working with uh, what was his Grandpa Jones from Hee Haw. Yeah. I'll tell you a story after we're done. The, uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, the, 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 I, just to make this just point of trivia, the hamster dance, it's just a sped up version of Whistle Stop, which is from Roger Miller wrote it for Robin Hood. Right. Oh, all right. So it's a beginning of it. Chad, who's your third? So I struggled with my third. It was between this character, this one and another one. Um, but you said there's only two characters that outwardly killed in Disney movies. So I, I'm wondering yes, if I'm wondering if this is the second one. Syndrome from The Incredibles. Is he cuz he he I, kills all the city kills superheroes. Is he not on is he not number 2? I think the the definition that the list I read used was they couldn't use a device. They had to physically be the one to um, do it themselves. So I like The Incredibles, but I do not have an attachment to it. Now, is it because I didn't read comics? It might be, but I think Syndrome. I think I've never bothered to watch the and, sequel. And not steal your thunder, but I think one of the reasons Syndrome is an interesting villain is he's created by the hero. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it. He's like most um, like most Spider-Man villains. Spoiler. No, so the Incredibles. Syndrome is from the Incredibles from two thousand four. He was created and written. He was created by Brad Bird, uh-huh. uh, voiced by Jason Lee, who's another one of those. Who's went on to be with the God. <laughs> I love him as an actor. I wish he was in more stuff. Um, no, Syndrome is your basic... with Scientology. Yeah. Syndrome is your basic comic book villain, but has a great backstory of a jilted child whose idol spurned him. Um, 
throughout the movie, he constantly gets the one up. Constantly <laughs> gets the and, one up. And he's brilliant, even he's as brilliant. a kid. Yeah, even as a kid. He's creating these amazing devices. And he's so wicked and evil just because his fan, his 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 idol told him to go home. And that, kids, is called toxic fandom. We don't have fans, toxic or otherwise. We're toxic, but none of the fans, we don't have any fans. He kills multiple heroes just because the man told him to go home as a kid. He uh, he tried go home, buddy. And he I has don't some, remember. Oh, he has some of the most amazing scenes between him and Mister Incredible, like when he is watching his family die in a plane wreck, and Syndrome is just laughing about it. Everything about Syndrome's evil. Um, one of the reasons why it just appealed to me. Um, do you know he's not even the original villain for the movie? Who was it? Well, hold on. Syndrome was supposed to be just a minor part in a movie similar to Bomb Voyage. Yeah, I was going to say, because uh, even Jason Lee said when he initially got the offer and did some recordings, he didn't know it was going to be that big of a part. Yeah. Um, the original villain was a guy called Zurich. He was just this old man. Uh-huh. An old, feeble man. I don't know the backstory of why he was the villain. Uh, other than it, it was still the same plot. He created the Omnidroids. However... Um, when Bird started pitching the movie, he noticed that the producers of the movie really liked when he was doing Syndrome. So, as soon as he got that, he went back immediately and reworked the script to make him the main villain. And Zurich actually was not forgotten. Zurich actually became a more permanent villain. Uh, apparently, I didn't even know there was an incredible comic book um, done by Boom Studios. Yeah. And Zurich is one of the prominent villains in the comic book series now. But no, Zurich never got the light of day just because the producers really liked his explanation of Syndrome. So, uh, yeah, no, it's just, out of all the Disney villains, I feel like Syndrome's kind of lost nowadays, even though he, he, he there is some prominence to yeah, him. But he's he such a wicked... show wick- up on stuff. No, and he's such a wicked villain. Do you think it's because he doesn't have great visual... See, that's the problem. I think he does have a great visual with that with that flaming red hair, the white the white and black swirl costume, the cape, the cape. Who's that comedian? Oh, who was in? He's the I can't think of his name. He basically looks like him. But keep going. And and I forget. I'm going to butcher the line. But when Jason Lee talks about when he sees the family together, he goes, "You married Elastigirl." And you got it on when he looks at the kids. I mean, <laughs> just everything about the way Jason Lee delivers those lines, it's just pure wickedness. So that's my third pick. My third one, I think, is... I, I, um, was actually at one point... So Syndrome wasn't on your list? No. Okay. My third pick uh, um, that I'm going to go with, because I coin toss a couple... But I'm gonna pick because it was the one that Disney himself said he felt most represented Satan. Chernobog. Oh, from Fantasia. Uh, yep. Uh, he is actually based on the God of Night in Slavic mythology. So if you listen to that song and you yeah. watch it, it's it's supposed to take place on Walpurgis Night, which is the witch's Sabbath. And in actual mythology, they animated it exactly as in mythology. He emerges from the peak of Bald Mountain, uh, which is actually Mount. Triglav in modern day Slovenia to summon all of his minions and then he tosses his own minions into a fiery pit to punish them for being his minions. 
That's what not, a dick. That's not you, you, they need to unionize. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, he's been praised several times as Disney's best representation of pure evil. Even Disney himself said that's pretty much the best we're going to get. He was created by animator Vladimir Tilta, which actually came up last week. He was going to work on the Finnegan's Rainbow mm-hmm. animated one. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was, he, he's considered a raw representation Finian. of evil. Mm. Not Finnegan. Um, and why it works so much more is that there's not a real story there. It's all visual. And you don't know why he's doing what he does. You just know that he's evil. The background a little bit on that was... Uh, Thomas and Ollie come up again. Tom, uh, Frank Thomas and Ollie Johnston said that there was no, never any other animator like Tilta. Uh, and that um, he was. they were all intimidated by him. That he was just as intimidating as his creation. And he, he did a lot of different things. Um, matter of fact, his some of his favorite animated work he did was Scenes of Disgust. When he worked on Snow White, the one thing he wanted to animate most of all, but they let him animate, was he wanted to show Grumpy's reaction to being kissed by Snow White, where he's initially repulsed and then kind of turns a corner. Um, the other thing he's famous for animating for Fantasia is the other character that's a little bit intimidating and scary, which is Yen Sid, or the Sorcerer. Um, so both of those, if you go back and watch that, the Sorcerer... Mickey has every right to be afraid. That sorcerer looks like he could do some real damage. Uh, oddly enough, one of one of Tilta's last works all connects back to the Andy Griffith show. When he left Disney, they did the strike. He left. One of his last works was he was the, the directing animator for The Incredible Mr. Limpet <laughs> for Warner Brothers. That was one of his last works. Uh, that being said, I think Chernobog it's my favorite part of Fantasia. Well, yeah, the music most... works for all of it. There's, I mean, I appreciate the Sorcerer's Apprentice, but oddly enough, Chernobog. Now that the Disney villains have their own clothing line and everything, he is the center of that. If you look at the logo for it, it's Chernobog is obviously the big symbol. I didn't in the even know the name. Yeah, I didn't know. And uh, he is one of. I still think he's just one of the most fascinating villains because he was animated to be. I mean, he controls all the evil and can summon it to him. I ain't going to get much better than that. Wasn't there supposed to be, and that's what I was looking up while you were talking, wasn't there supposed to be a live-action movie based on this one 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 segment? As of 2015, that's the only articles I can find out of 2015. You mean it? not the Sorcerer's Apprentice live-action movie? <laughs> Which <laughs> isn't, by the way, a terrible movie. I need to no, watch it. I've never I actually watched it. I love that movie. I don't love it, but it's not terrible. Charles. And it has nothing it's to do... It's not as bad as people it say doesn't, it doesn't. Well, to me, and to be honest, I'm going to say this, and I appreciate on some level... I don't level, think John Turtletop ever actually made a bad movie. I, I appreciate on some level... He made me, a lot of vanilla well, I, and I was about to say, I appreciate on some level the National Treasure movies, but... I don't like them. They're directed by John Turtle. But I appreciate... They're fun, and they're not historically accurate, but they're fun I just don't to watch with my kids instead of watching them play Fortnite or watch videos of other kids opening toys. Uh, so I enjoyed them in that way, but I've realized I almost like The Sorcerer's Apprentice better, and I think it actually has more to do... And it, it, everybody's like, oh, it's really like Nick Cage. Actually... I think that world is interesting. That you know that yeah, the, it's Harry Potter light. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's not. It's not that it's Harry Potter. Actually, I think in some ways, I liked where they actually made a point to say it, magic is just science better realized. 
uh, the you know the fact that he, he says you know you know what causes heat now make that have heat and to catch the paper on fire stuff like that and and the you have to wear shoes so you're more connected to the ground and I like all that stuff and actually that's why I'm kind of sad we never got a sequel because what happens at the very end of the Sorcerer's Chad's Apprentice? Chad's got a good comeback about John Turtletop. I don't remember um, his first movie. Think big with the Barbarian yeah, yeah, Twins. Yeah. I don't, it's not a terrible movie. I haven't seen it. I just like the you Barbarian. You've never seen it? No. It's their best movie. DC Cab, you son of a bitch. No, it's it's Think Big. It's got Richard Mole in it. I'm going to punch you. It's got Richard Mole in it. Dude, it uh, has the Barbarian Twins and Richard Mole. Uh, and it has a terrible theme song. Think Big. Seriously, Google it. Uh, uh, but anyway, Are no. you done? Uh, yes. Is it my turn? Yeah, try to beat Chernobog. Well, I can't. So I've got two here, and I'm going to go with my favorite, even though someone who I appreciate that I appreciate shares our show wrote a dissertation on our Facebook page. Thanks. I do appreciate that, Rachel. But uh, Scar. Yeah. He's up there. I mean, damn. Yeah. That's a great villain. Jeremy Irons is amazing in that role. Is amazing in that role. Every time I think of Jeremy Irons, though, I think of the family guy that makes fun of him, where it's like, Jeremy Irons cereal. If you're looking for a prize inside, there is none. <laughs> Our cereal tastes like cardboard. No prize. No prize. <laughs> <laughs> so, he has, you know, he, he's second best. And it's he cannot let it go. Yeah. Long well, live the king. king. Actually, and I love... And to me, to me, he comes in kind of second place to Radigan in this way, and here's what I'm getting at: is he is smarter than Mufasa? Oh, yeah, no, uh, yeah. He even has that he's line. He's just lazier with, yeah. He, he says he even has that line. He goes, "When it came to raw strength, you've got the lion's share, but I've got." And he, you know, he's implying I'm smarter than you, and obviously, he was. He is smarter than Mufasa. He. The thing is, I actually believe this i've not watched the which isn't live action i don't even know what the hell you call those photo realistic remakes whatever bullshit i've not watched it i've never heard and i'm i will eventually made 11 billion yeah yeah i didn't care for the other one so i don't know why I, I I, once again i will defend aladdin because it's a bollywood film i didn't watch aladdin i was talking about and the I, other one I'll that he give, did. uh i'll give will smith credit i mean what was the other one he did what was the one? jungle book Jungle Jungle Book. Book. I, 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 I pointless. It was fun. I took it to the kids to see it. It was fun. Uh, Do pointless. I own it? No. It's pointless. So the best Disney animated movie to me is The Lion King. Mm. It is it is the best to me. I understand, and I feel like I'm not the only one if, that it probably says that. No, you're not. It's it's from the performances to the animation to the story to the music. By Elton John, right? It is Elton John and that other guy. Nobody can ever remember. Bernard Tappard? Is that it? Yeah, like that. who wrote the lyrics. It is amazing. I didn't know this, though. <clears throat> you know, my only problem, real quick, with The Lion King, while you were talking about that, is I really have a hard time with the the uh, I Can't Wait to Be King song and then him being shocked that his dad died. <laughs> like, you just did a four-minute number about I Can't yeah. Wait Till Your Dad Died and then your dad died and you all shocked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so be prepared. Uh, I do love that song. I love that song. The performance is so good that when Irons couldn't record the final verse of Be Prepared, the voice actor Jim Cummings had to step in. Did you know that? No. Why the disconnect even... was made all the more jarring. Irons really was indispensable. And if you go back and listen to it, it's Jim Cummings. Why couldn't he do the last line? He just wasn't able to do it. 
for no re- no. I don't. I don't think he could do it. Oh, he couldn't reset level. He couldn't do that. Yeah, be prepared. It's Jim Cummings. Wow. You know, Darkwing Duck. Iron imbues Scar with a sense of wounded pride as the brother who was never expected or asked to become king of Proud Rock and a snappy sense of humor. And and, and the Lion King's not my all time favorite Disney no, it's film. Not. But that song, I actually, I, it, it's, it's right up there with Frollo's. Uh, yeah, th- that song is one that I actually use, and I don't think I'm the villain by any means. Well, you're the villain in somebody's story. That's true. Um, Everybody is. And I, you're right, I am coming for you. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, everything I do is out to get you. Now I'm trying I, to think I've of, just paid a psychiatrist yeah. rent for a month. Now I'm trying um, to think of who, who am I the villain. <laughs> Everybody um, is somebody's villain. But I, I, I use that song sometimes just to psych myself up because I, I like the way it sounds. I mean, it's, it's, it's a villain song, but the idea of, you know, once my once I get my due, my teeth and ambition are bared, be prepared. And there's just something about that lyric that I love. Yeah, Scar, I, it also one of the classic best Disney death scenes of all time. Yeah. Well, I, and also, though, quite frankly, I think that, that song, the quote-unquote video of that song, I mean, you have goose-stepping hyenas in the background. They didn't go too far for why that would automatically trigger a response. Yeah. That is terrifying. Yeah. All right, boys. Honorable mentions. Okay. So my honorable mentions. Scar was one of my honorable mentions, and so was Yzma. Yzma. Yeah. Um, Yzma. Yeah. Yzma. Yeah, you're right. Hopper from Bugs Life. Yeah, even though it Bugs Life is 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 the Seven Samurai. Yeah. Magnificent Seven. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's all it is. <laughs> it's all. But it I, is. I I love it. Bugs was Life. Was it just like last year? I said that to you. Go. Oh my God. Maybe. Hold on. You don't remember <laughs> this. Uh, let me make somebody's head explode. I prefer ants. Oh. Actually, I, the one line I love in Ants is Woody Allen, which, by the way, I know. Uh, I like I, Ants. But, but Ants has that great line where Woody Allen's character, I think, is trying to get back at Sharon Stone's character. And all he comes up with, you are going to be in all my erotic fantasies, but you can forget about that now. <laughs> and I just love that line. I've never got to use it. <laughs> but... Uh, Jaf- I love that line. Jafar from Aladdin. Jafar is good. Because um, Aladdin's probably my favorite Disney movie of all time. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, Tex Richmond from The Muppets. <laughs> yeah, another great song. <laughs> Maniacal laugh. <I> <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Judge Doom. Judge, I thought you were going to put Judge Doom. I, 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 I thought about it, but because I talked about him in Ad Nauseum in the Detective Show, I was like, eh. And plus, when, I, when I'm thinking of Disney movies, I did go the animated route, even though that was a conversation that got brought up in our Facebook. I know that's a Disney movie, kind of. It's half, yeah. But I also never consider it a Disney movie. Yeah. Well, I, I, so as far as villains for me, I think, um, I, I think that the real villains... That come up, I, James. We got six minutes. I know, I know. I, I think the uh, I, the one I will, will bring up is I'll answer the trivia question. Yeah, because I still don't know who you're considering. Uh, well, this is from a list, but because I, I Scar and Syndrome both killed. But I, actually, my wife and I had this debate because I thought Scar as well. I was like, wait, didn't he? And 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 Dana said he caused him to fall, but you could argue that Scar just made him fall. The Stampede killed him. But he's, well, he falls all the way and he lets him go. Yeah. He's the yeah. one he's got his claws into him. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I disagree Anyway, with your but wife. The, the other one is um, the one that directly killed, the other one is Lyle Tiberius Rourke, who is from Atlantis. 
Um, and I haven't seen this in a while, so I had to look up how he kills. I've only ever seen it once. And I remember the scene now. James Garner does the voice, by the way, of Rourke. And Rourke throws off. They're, they're getting away, and they, they don't have enough. They, there's too much weight. One of those type situations. He throws off a member of his own crew, who has been a character you've been following. He throws her off, and as she falls to her death, as she's dying, she picks up a flare gun and shoots him down, or tries to, and he makes it, but that causes him to snap even more, and he starts threatening everybody. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember any of that. Um, so I think that's, I, I, again, not my favorite uh, Disney film, but my other favorite villain that I have to mention, and it's just because I love this song. It's the song, it's actually probably my favorite Disney film just to watch, and I know this is not overly machismo, is Beauty and the Beast. And I think the reason Beauty and the Beast works for me is I love Gaston. Gaston is everybody that I hate. Yeah. He's egotistical. Oh, he's sexist. Yeah, but I he's hate a... Gaston. Yeah. Well, but he's, he's... I don't hate him I in think... a way I love to hate. But no, like, I, I love think that's to hate why... Scar. I think that's why, because I understand Scar. Scar is smarter. He makes a bad plan, but he's smarter, so you could make the re... you could make the argument there is a part of him that could rule. Actually, there the is problem nothing. with Scar is not a bad plan. He just didn't have the follow-through to take out the cub. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then he really doesn't have the plan to feed people. Like, he promises a hyena food, and he yeah. realizes that doesn't actually work. So his plan is messed up. But Gaston, there's nothing redeeming about Gaston. No. He's egotistical. He's, so when Gaston dies, it's the best. But I also love Gaston's song. No one fights like Gaston. It's stupid. It's egotistical. It's and the fact that that's what cheers him up is being reminded how great he is. I love to hate Gaston. I'm curious. None of you said Captain Hook. I'm not a fan of Peter Pan. You know what? Actually, Captain but I Hook. I like Peter Pan. Well, I haven't watched it in a long time, and Captain, that's another one that's slightly overdone too. By the way, Captain Hook. Oh, I yes. understand though. I think Captain Hook's interesting, especially. I but think, I, but another reason to like him. Yeah. But I, I'm just curious, you know, we named a lot of big Captain ones Hook, on here. Captain Hook, though, effectively... Captain Hook's fun, he's funny, he has a reason to hate him. Yeah. And, matter of fact, if you go and watch all the Tinkerbell movies, especially the most recent one, where he was voiced... <laughs> Which I'm trying never to do. Which he was, he's voiced by uh, Loki. What's Loki's name? Oh, uh, Tom Hilson? Yeah, Hilson. Tom Hilson voices young Captain Hook. And it all makes sense, and you see the betrayal of the fairies versus the pirate. It's actually pretty well done. I give him credit to, to try to shoehorn that these mythologies together. And you understand why Tinkerbell can talk in one and not the other. Anyway, all that's fun. But I think the reason is, is that Hook has a reason to be mad. But he's also a bumbling idiot. Yeah, yeah I like that about him. That's what I mean. But So why didn't you pick it? He was. He's on my alternate. Because to me, I, like to me, I'm like, ah, it's just a. That's a guy. That's, that's just I a like. guy. That's no, what I agree I like about him. Uh, but see, I like villains that I can love to hate. Yeah, he's and, got a crocodile after his ass. What wouldn't you like about that? Like all three of my villains are are just vile for the sake of being vile, and that's yeah. why I like them. Yeah, which yeah. is the reason why you are the way you are. Yeah, yeah. Most people hate like, me. Like I don't filled I, with vile. I, I don't, so yeah, no, the villains. Which one made you get braces? <laughs> <laughs> the villains. Uh, the, the shitty dentist when I was four. The, the villains no, that, that, that stick with me are the ones that I, I like. The, the Horn King is actually scary. Radigan is actually brilliant and has, has been successful. Yeah. Um, it, it, so it's those are the ones that stick with me. And if it's just like, oh, Captain Hook, 
I could punch him in the face and get away. That's not a villain to me. Well, guys, no offense, but let's try to have one that isn't two hours long this week. Yeah. Let's go for it. You want to try? Yeah, let's try. All right. Anything else? Next week, we do best DreamWorks villains. Actually, not next gonna do that. few, we're going to have some interviews, which is really exciting. So, yeah. I don't know why I turned into Jack, bad Jack Nicholson at the end. So, thank you, you so much. You couldn't even be good Jack Palance. If you have arguments, tell us. And we'll promptly file them in our ignore file. That's not true. We'd love to hear you on Twitter, Facebook, Face Jam, Space Jam. 